Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Chuck and Brandy. You guys there? Yeah, buddy. I'm here, Timmy. Awesome. Today we're going to talk about the Saint, the Saint Francis Dam collapse. The Saint uh, Francis Dam was uh, <laughs> a dam in Los Angeles, California, Brandy, that collapsed in uh, 1928. Killing 431 people. Jeez. And uh, we're going to talk about this disaster. But before we do, I want to thank uh, our good friend Jason Dykes, who uh, wrote, researched in, uh, this topic and wrote the script, as he often does. He's a contributor to the show, part of the Austin Mafia, Brandy. Your thoughts on them? Well, I love them all. <laughs> I know you do. That's uh, all I got. Before we get started, I should remind our listeners that, um, first of all, Happy New Year, and remind everyone that we are an uh, adult podcast. We use adult language. Uh, I hesitate to say comedy podcast, Colonel, but we are an adult podcast. We, we strive for comedy, Timmy. We strive for we comedy. We fail. And we, we often, often fail badly. we fall on our face. Let's, let's, let's be serious. But... Uh, we do sometimes use adult language, and I know many of our listeners. We, to me, to me, we. Well, not actually you and really I, we, but one of our other hosts, right. not you or I, uh, sometimes <laughs> use adult language. Now, now I would say that's only Brandy, but sometimes we have someone like Nina on, and she's been known. To oh use yeah, she like a yeah, sailor. Yeah, so. Yeah. It, like a drunken sailor in a bad mood. We don't have the most ladylike host on this show, Colonel, if, if you know what I mean. Well, we had, well, no, not Erica Kelly, scratch her. Uh, well, we had Karen. Oh, no, not Karen, Michelle. Uh, Karen, Michelle, no. no. Well. Um, there's somebody out there. Oh, my sure God. There's, there's I'm sure there's someone there. in our listening audience who who is a female and is ladylike. Now, sometimes there's <laughs> men out there who are ladylike, uh, listen to our program, and we're okay with that, of course. <laughs> we're okay. 
We are. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god! Come on, come be on the show. Let we, me introduce. We need speaking some of our hosts. Let me introduce our panel. I am joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented, the the lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent, Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy? If at all, not good, Timmy. What's I'm sick, Colonel? Do you ever I'm notice she complains sick. a lot? Oh my god! You do complain a lot. I mean, what's people don't want to hear. I mean, people tune into this show to be perked up, and then they get to you. How are you doing, Brandy? Uh, You're not I mean, like, good. First Jimmy. of all, yeah, Debbie Downer. It's, it's a whole, you are always just you are always with. Well, I'm not good, Timmy. You're always doing that, so I don't want to hear can it. Can you do that again? I am sick. I am sick. I don't know what's happening. I have been on two different antibiotics for the past month. I can't hear. I'm like Helen Keller. I can't hear. I can't smell. I can't taste. I can't. I mean, so you, it's just you a have bad scene. none of your senses. Uh, and, no. and you and you've never really had a sense of humor, so you really have no senses. <laughs> I. She's basically she's basically senseless, Timmy. What I've been saying all along. Oh, hey. she, the woman is senseless. Hey. Well, I, I'm sorry, Brandy. I hope I hope you're feeling better. You but, don't uh, give a damn. We can't spend a lot of time on your concerns because we haven't talked to the colonel yet. Okay, but before I want to, I do want to say something just really, really quick. Okay, if if that's okay, that I have thirty seconds, sure, or whatever. So um, twenty nine now, huh? <laughs> twenty eight. See, yeah, exactly. I can't hear you. Quit talking. So recently, I did something, um, and the more recently. I thought about it, the more I feel like I need to shut up. I need to explain. So like the other day, I really, I vague booked and I put, and I hate when people do that. And I just put something out that just said, Hey guys, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling myself. I'm not whatever. So I'm stalking, but I'm not really into interacting. And you know, there's really no good reason, but I hate when people do that when they don't say, Hey, you know, I, they don't have this reason. Like it's like, I want the attention and it's not, that's not really what it is. And, and one of the reasons that I did it was because, um, we got a lot of new people that are that are coming in. Am, oh, am no. I wrong? We have a oh, no, lot no. of new Facebook people on page. the page. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. History Dweebs, the podcast. Yes. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and, you know, we have this group, and they really are just an amazing group of people on our, on our Facebook page. And uh, we're all a little bit like family. And one of the reasons that I did that, um, and I appreciate everybody with their, with their messages and, and things like that, but is to kind of just say, hey, you know, if somebody's out there and they and they feel, you know, like Chuck has this whole seasonal effective whatever that, you know, he goes through when, when the weather changes or when it's dismal or whatever. And um, or when one of the reasons that I when it's weather is nice. Or or the when the weather's nice, you know, cloudy. whatever. Yeah. But it's um but one of the reasons that I did it was to kind of show some of the people that may be new to the to the little family that we have or whatever that um, that they're maybe they're not alone if they if they are feeling that way that you know everybody kind of gets that way and and that the page is there if they need to talk or vent or do whatever. So I just wanted to I just wanted to say that um I'm okay um I'm okay. It's it's just one of those things where it's after the holidays it's a letdown and you're, and I'm not okay. feeling you're well just, and you're just senseless basically is what you're saying. Uh, well, yes, at this point, but you know I'm. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting ready to fall into a great abyss. I hope, but, you know, just want to let everybody know that, 
that it's that they they can they can come to the the website or the Facebook page and people are there for them. So um, it's kind of like but that's kind of all like a corner bar used to be. You know, you they used to be able to go. To it is a little like bar. a corner bar. Yeah, like Cheers. We're yeah. like Cheers. Everyone yeah. knows your name. Well, I I think. I think what she's trying to say is because I think if people listen to this show, Timmy, they could get a misconception that our lives are perfect. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they and, don't. And we're <laughs> human just like I'm everyone sure else. Don't, don't fall under that misconception, girl. Well, yeah. you know, we're, we're human just like everyone else, just like you people out well, there. Except don't touch you us. Know, I mean, <laughs> don't, don't touch don't us. Don't message um, us. Don't approach like us. That. Yeah, yeah. Don't send us. Don't don't talk no, to us. Course. I mean, keep your distance. Right. But we're normal human. Well, you know, two of us are no, as normal as you're gonna find. Well, and then there's Timmy. Well, well, well some yeah, of us are. Well, well, I don't know if we're normal, but, but your point well taken, Brandy. It is like a corner bar, and you should join us if you haven't uh, done so. Right. History dweebs, the podcast. And speaking of that, I'm thinking about it. Uh, we had a couple group members who had some losses in their family recently. Uh, we did. The Toe Bridges, uh, Diane. Yes, Diane lost her father, and she is one of the, you know, at DweebCon every year, of course I like seeing Clark, but one of the most pleasant people to talk to every year is yeah, Diane. Although she throws a mean axe, so I'm kind of scared of her now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but she is. You know, I think one of these times we're going to have DweebCon 4, 5, 6, whatever, where it just says DweebCon 5, Diane Tobridge lays down the law. <laughs> that might be and next just keeps year. everybody yeah. straight in there. Yeah. Uh, I and, love her. It's, and, it must suck to be the only adult in the room there. Really? Her. Yeah, it must really <laughs> suck. And then uh, Shonda Rush lost a family member this week. Um, yes. Yes, so she did. Yes. And Larry. And, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. That's a great, great page. I've tried to stop posting on that page, though, because I found myself posting a lot. And then I would think, well, who's going to who's gonna tell me not to post? You know, like, I mean, like, a, if you're like a real. Yeah. Who's going to approve you? To, who's well, going to disapprove who, some of your goofy ass posts? <laughs> well, I mean, I can approve my own. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. when is someone's going to say, hey dipshit don't keep posting shit like that so i'm trying to self- don't worry i will well, I, I, I think Stephen potts probably would <laughs> probably but hey, who's posting you know, this shit in Quit it. comfortable position though so i'm trying to <laughs> he's in australia the whole I mean, place the whole is on fire he so couldn't be more uncomfortable well, wait a minute yeah. first of all timmy don't you have that little voice in your head that says maybe not no no not anymore i used he to doesn't it, he you know, doesn't he used I to have it. I, I mentioned this on, I think, somebody's page yesterday. I stopped combing my hair in 1993, and I don't think anyone has noticed. So, you know, like things you do when you get older. Like my dad, when he was driving in his 80s, he just stopped looking in the rear. You know, he just started backing up. He wouldn't even look. Change lanes, wouldn't even look. So I'm like getting to that point where I just do shit without having that inner voice to tell me, you know, this is a dumb idea. Huh. I think once you hit 50, Timmy, and I, I said, because I said this to the boys when they were home, and I say it often, once you hit 50, it's like, you think I give a fuck? Right. I mean, it's like. You think societal norms no longer apply to you. Dude, I would. Like, and I'm like you, Timmy. I can't tell you the last time I combed my damn hair. 
Let's. I just get out of the shower in the morning. However, it falls, it falls. Well, I'm, I, you know, it's starting to. I mean, I know it's a shock to you, but I'm starting to do that with my, you know, overall appearance, like my clothes and, you know, shaving like <laughs> half the time. I know, I know. In, insert joke. Let me introduce. The We've man. all noticed. Let me introduce the man who is, you know, in these troubled times, Randy. It's been a very scary week with a lot of things happening. Oh, in the Jesus. World. But we have oh a man God. that we can turn to in times like this. A man See, Jesus. Who, who is not, well, practically. God, no, Jesus, it's not. Jesus' own representative on earth. A man nope. who is no. known as the, an oasis. An oasis in the desert of despair. The very honorable. A, 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 a um, very popular author now, Brandy. A best-selling author. The not. Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard. Hawk Waters the Third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I couldn't be better, well, Timmy. I just Colonel, couldn't you, be better. You are the yin to Brandy's yang. Negative, Negative yang, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I just couldn't be better. I got uh the boys are all home. They was they were here for a couple weeks and they're all home, so that was a lovely visit. And uh we you know, do not exchange Christmas gifts. Did, did so you have that the makes it even nicer. Of the grievances. We did have the airing of the grievances, and it it took a little longer this year than it normally does. Um, I bet it did. Taylor had a lot of grievances, and I, I had something really funny happen the other night. Uh, I have my little three year old nephew, Jackson, and he was talking to Tanner. And Jackson's just really, really, he's like Noah, you know, he's just a, a, you, you talk to him and you forget that he's three or four years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? You sometimes think you're talking to an adult. And uh, he said, he said, where do you live, Tanner? And Tanner said, well, I, I live in California. And he said, well, you don't, you don't live in America then. <laughs> And, and Tana said, son, I think you've been listening to Glenn Beck too much. <laughs> and, uh, and he didn't really get no. who Glenn Beck was. But, yeah, oh, that, but yeah, he wanted all the he wanted all the little commie bastards out of America. He wanted. Well, so that was that was enjoyable. And of course, I have, you know, every day is an adventure with Rudy and Bo. And I told you, Rudy's starting to uh, be the night watchman. I had a uh, came in. Yesterday, Timmy, the football games were on. I made myself a sandwich, came in, put it on the on the end table because I was going to watch it. Went in to get myself a drink. Bo climbs his little paws up on the table to try to reach it. And what do I hear, Timmy? A big, ferocious barking from Rudy. So he saved your sandwich. He, he He's snitching on Bo. He's starting to be the guard of Bo. Someone has to. Um, yeah. But uh, you know what? The one thing, one more thing I had to say because we did have a uh, an episode that we recorded after Christmas that got messed up by somebody who will remain unnamed. Um, so I did want to say that I appreciate all the people that sent me Christmas cards um, that were addressed to Noah. He got such a kick out of that, um, and it really it made him happy. It brought a smile to his face. So um, just want to let everybody know that I appreciated that. Okay, great. You, well, let's yeah, talk about you screwed that up. these. You gave these people your address? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. They'll never find me. I mean, me. I, I, and, 
And I don't want the listeners to take us take that negatively. <laughs> but Timmy, would you no, give them your address? No, no. Yeah, no, no, no. They'll never find okay. me. I'm well hidden. Just a reminder, uh, if we we will uh, have DweebCon again this year, I believe it's the first weekend of October here in Cincinnati. So if you're interested in that, uh, just join our Facebook group and learn more. But we do have one rule: uh, is that don't be a you, dick. You uh, come to DweebCon, you cannot uh, touch us. Uh, well, especially <laughs> me and Charles, we do not like to be touched. Right, uh, unless you're a female and uh, you can hug me. A little too tight, a little too long, a little too tight. Rub your breasts against me if you like. Stop it. I mean, that's stop it. I don't mind that I part. Think, I think well, we should move. I on. mean, it happens at we've come. Uh, let's uh. talk about this San St. Francis <clears throat> Dam disaster, shall we, Brandon? Breasts. Yes, I'd love to. You know, don't you think dams, Timmy, just are made for disasters? They really are, especially because. I mean, especially I, I, this thing. I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, you build a dam 40 miles from a major city. Eh, it's, nothing's going to happen. Well, and typically who builds dams, Timmy? Beavers. Beavers. And generally, if you're dependent on a beaver, well, things are going to go bad for you, Timmy. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I'm just saying... Beavers never could, generally, no good beavers comes from a beaver. Beavers never prosper, That's all Brandy. I'm saying. <laughs> beavers don't prosper. Well, that's... Beavers get stitches. The uh, St. <laughs> Francis Dam was uh, built to store water for the city of Los Angeles. It was located 40 miles northwest of the city. The dam was built between 1924 and 1926. And on March the 12th, 1928, so it wasn't up and running very long. The dam failed, and the resulting flood killed 431 people. Man, they probably thought, where did this, this fucking water come from in Los Angeles, Southern California? And yeah, but if you're in Los Angeles and can't swim, shit. Making, I mean, you almost got it coming. Well, this was the second, second greatest incident of loss of life in California history and so far. Stay tuned. Uh, first, right. uh, yeah. first being till it falls into the ocean. First being the 1906 San Francisco earthquake. In uh, 1902, the city of Los Angeles established the Bureau of Waterworks with self-taught engineer William oh. Mulholland. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you get a self-taught engineer. That's. Pretty much I like that. It's, it's kind of like, like having a beaver. It's kind of like getting your appendix out by a self-taught doctor, hey, Timmy. It's what could go wrong. Hey, but right now, if you can get it on YouTube, I think you could do. I think I could do it. Boy, you're not kidding. Like every problem you can possibly conceive, you can Google on YouTube and you can watch. I mean, it's great. Like I had to fuck my phone. It was doing the other day was doing real weird shit. I mean, it was like flashing different colors and stuff. And I looked it up on YouTube and. Two seconds, I had it working. Thank you. I can all you I can, give selfishly. I can get rid of cysts. I can clean out ears. I can do. I can clean out sinus passages. I can do all kinds of stuff because I watched it on YouTube. Well, you probably could have been hmm. a city of Los Angeles engineer because Mohan clearly was self-taught. And but you know what she couldn't what? be, Timmy? You know what she couldn't be? 
the manager well, stone. No, okay. I Fuck said your, off. I did send your resume to them, Brandy, and they said you suck. So I, that didn't happen. Mulholland achieved great recognition among uh, members of the engineering community for supervising the design and construction of the Los Angeles Aqueduct. Isn't that Los Angeles? Isn't don't they have a river? It's like like the most sorry river you ever seen. It's such like I think it, remember. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. pitiful. Yeah. Uh, it's it's basically a creek. Which at the time, uh, the Los Angeles Aqueduct was at the time was the longest one in the world, and used gravity alone to bring two hundred and thirty three miles, uh, bring water two hundred thirty three miles to the Owens Valley in Los Angeles from the Owens Valley from, from Owens Valley to Los Angeles. So you know it's always been a problem, right? In Southern California, is getting the getting the water down to the populated areas. It was. Right. I never got that, Timmy. They live right next to the Pacific yeah, Ocean. I, it's fresh. Why they got a shortage water, of water, Timmy? I <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm can't, pretty sure that's can't it. you just boil it for but a little anyway, while? Moholland is self-taught, and he, because of his design, he he uh, he achieved accolades from the engineering community. I'm sure that was pretty short-lived, Brandy. After the thing, right? Short-lived accolades. I think they took him back. It was uh, during the process of building the Los Angeles Aqueduct uh, that Mulholland first considered sections of the San Francisco Canyon as a potential dam site. He felt there would be a reservoir of sufficient size to provide water for the city of Los Angeles and an extended period in the event of a drought or if the aqueduct was damaged by an earthquake, because, you know, they own that whole San Andreas Fault thing. A reservoir of water was also needed for Los Angeles's uh, rapidly growing population. In 1900, the population was slightly over 100,000 uh, in Los Angeles, and it was, by 1910, it was 320,000, and by 1920, this 20 years Later, uh, from the population of 100,000, they were already up to over half a million citizens. The, this unexpectedly rapid growth uh, brought a demand for a larger water supply. Between 1920 and 1926, seven smaller reservoirs were built, but the need for a still larger one was clear. And although the uh, San Francisco Canyon site had some problems. Most uh, notably was an inactive fault line running uh, through it. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, Mulholland recommended this site after it uh, became financially impossible to purchase land north of what is now Sunland in the San Fernando Valley. So he built this thing on a fault. like an On a fault line. Yeah. 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 But he's self-taught. He's, he's, that sounds like a faulty design to me, Timmy. And is that it's not San Francisco? It's San Francisco. I don't. Know. I is it San Francis? San it, it's San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay, all right, cool. all San Francisco, California. I've been there. <laughs> of course, you have. Now, however, uh, Mulholland had very little experience in concrete dam designs or construction. He is self-taught, as Brandy mentioned. 
Uh, prior to the design and construction of the St. Francis Dam, he had only participated in the design of one other concrete gravity dam, the Maholland Dam, named in his honor, Brandy. Have you ever had oh, a dam named after you? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. Have you ever had a major uh, man-made structure named after you? Uh, well, Timmy, let me let me answer that for you. Okay, mm-hmm. Colonel. I believe that they may have named the Hoover Dam after her because she sucks. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, Ooh, my Timmy, God. if I was there with you, we'd high-five each other Brandy, right now. what you don't know, I, I didn't want to say this because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. When I was over in uh, oh my God. England. And, and I, yet, here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> I turned in your resume to the. Uh, That's what you said, and they said that I suck. But well, well I, they, let me tell the story. Were you there? Let me tell the story. You just said it. You just said it a minute ago. So I turned Biden, your resume. Do you not into, remember what you just said? <laughs> I turned your resume into the Stonehenge people, the uh, the Stonehenge author, uh, the Stonehenge Authority, the S the S H A, and. I turned your resume into them, and they looked at it, took one look at it, threw it back across the desk, and said, "She sucks." But they they said if you, Tim Scott, or the Colonel, would be interested in the job, they would name Stonehenge in our honor. So you could have it would Colonel be Stonehenge, the Colonel Hinge, Colonel Hinge, or the Tim Colonel Hinge, Hinge, or Baron Hinge. But they said. Baron Von Scott. They said that uh, Brandy sucked. So anyway, sorry, Brandy. Yeah, that's an amazing, amazing, stupid that's, story. You need to learn to take constructive criticism a little really bit better. Do. I'm a self. I'm a self-taught growth, engineer, devil. so construction's my we're try- thing. We're trying to help you self-actualize, we're Devil. That's that's what you never you appreciate about us. Well, I mean, you're kind of she's kind of low on the pyramid, if you know what I mean. I don't even think. <laughs> Right. I don't even think We're, Maslow had a level that low. Did he have a sub-level yeah. to no. his pyramid? I don't believe he did, Timmy. I, I think that she's someone. But I don't know why the hostility in you, you, you it's a mystery. shoot this hostility toward us when all we're trying to do is get you to cl- climb that that pyramid. I mean, we'd like to at least get you and to get you, basic needs you know first of all yeah right look if i reach a point in my life where i need any kind of help from you two yes if i need any kind of help from you two you know an agoraphobic and the other guy that just kind of you know shows up whenever he wants just kind of lollygags around through life if i need help from either one of the two of you brandy we stopped uh combing our hair years ago i know so you know Forgive me if I don't hop right on that. But hmm. please tell me more about this dam well, and now, this self-taught engineer. Well, the Mulholland Dam was named in the uh, in the honor of this uh, guy, and of course it was, and uh, which uh, is a curved concrete gravity dam. Now, Jason left a technical note here to say that gravity dam is what most of us think of when we think of a dam, a giant concrete wall holding back water. So thank you for that clarification there, uh, Jason. Well, 
There are other kinds of dams. There's embankment dams and buttresses, and there's a bunch of other ones. <laughs> <laughs> butter dam. There's other dams. Now, That's butter dam. Said. How long is a butter dam gonna hold up? Not very long. Yeah. There's goddamn dams. Yeah. That's what they called this one after the, after it flooded that. Oh, I see. I, you know, their, and I was giving credit. I was giving away. Brandy some credit for her dam knowledge, and I see that he has it written here. <laughs> Embankment and pictures. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Timmy. The process of surveying the area and determining the location of the St. Francis Dam began in December of 1922. Construction of the, the dam began in August of 1924. The original plans called for a dam, the dam to reach a height of 185 feet. After construction began, the height of the dam was raised by 20 feet in order to provide additional reservoir storage needed to sustain the growing community. So they kept, this project kept growing. Although these modifications increased the dam's height by 22 feet, no changes were made at its base width. So hmm. again, self-taught engineer here. Right. As a result, the safety margin for structural stability decreased significantly and colonel would you like to explain structural stability to our listening audience oh i'm dying to know well structural stability really depends on if you see another self-taught engineer well no here's where they went wrong is that the they subcontracted this out to the Acme Dam Building Company. Uh, and Wiley Coyote, their president? Well, that's what it sounds like. Well, is I, that they I had little it, bulldozers with Acme on it and, yeah. you know, things like I that. But around the, the time. Uh, didn't we do that? Uh, didn't we do an episode on the Rainmaker? Wasn't that around this time, like when this happened? Yeah. It was. So he might have sabotaged the began dam. to fill the reservoir on March the 12th, 1926. Of course, Brandy was a child then. It rose. Well, it wasn't. It rose. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. So Mulholland's team actually knew that this was a problem, that they didn't increase the width. They only increased the height. Yeah. But they, had to stay they did budget. some analysis. Then they had to stay on budget, and it was too costly to to include the width. And to you know, compensate because for width how is high very important, was. Brandy. I think uh, I think that's width is generally more important than height. It, yes, uh, I've heard. Uh, I mean, if you'd survey I mean, most it, of our you know, female listeners, they would tell you width was more. Yeah. Anyway, well, I, I meant to ask you, Devil. How is this uh, this super bug that you got yeah. affecting your sex life? Why would you mean to ask me that? Why would you no, ask me that at curious. all? It was a list of questions he had down there. Huh? Yeah, I mean, no, our listeners want to know. They don't. Our listeners care about you. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, they care they about don't. how it impacts every facet of your life. So, no, they don't. Would you like to comment? I, well, I would not. You, because you said you kind of vague posted. You, you vague posted vague a little post. bit. And some of our listeners were thinking, well, the devil's not. The devil's not getting satisfied. No, none of them Maybe thought that. She's just none of them thought that. I because, thought that. Did you think that, Colonel? Uh, well, you two are twelve years it, old. It popped into my head. You two are twelve. So please tell me what happened on March twelfth of nineteen twenty. I just thought maybe well, the water began. That to poor fill girl in the so sick. Brandy. 
And yeah, shut rose, up, Chuck. It rose steadily and rather uneventfully, actually. This kind of a boring uh, feel of the reservoir. You know, sit around watch water fill in. Uh, right. Although several temperatures and contraction cracks did appear, the most notable that incident, is a problem. Well, you know, the most notable incidents were two vertical cracks that ran through the uh, the dam from the top. Mulholland, along with his assistant chief engineer, I wonder if he was self-taught, and general, he's a cobbler, and general manager Harvey Van Norman, Harvey Cobbler inspected the cracks and the leaks and judged them to be within <laughs> expectation for a concrete dam the size of St. Francis. Did they just put gum on it and hope I, for the best? Yeah, or some like, yeah. super glue or something. What could go wrong? I don't. Some, I don't. Fl- some of that flex foam? Yes. I don't think. I mean, Ugh. I think they took every precaution, sounds like to me. Yeah, sounds like they're on top of it. Uh, please continue to uh, talk amongst yourself while I turn the page. Because okay. dexterity is a problem after you get a certain age. Oh, it's Brandy's turn. I'm sorry. Brandy, it's okay. tell us what happens next. Yes. Thank you. In April of 1927, the reservoir level was brought within 10 feet of the spillway. So basically it was 10 feet from the top of the dam. Uh, and during most of the May... Yes. And during most of May... The water level was within three feet of the spillway. That's a problem. Uh, The dam proved its usefulness in the summer of 1927 when the Los Angeles aqueduct was damaged by farmers in the ongoing water war. So what they need, they need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all I see is over. Yes, it would. It would. Well, d- but don't you? They needed a turvis cup. But Jimmy. don't you? When there's an ongoing, they need to build it like a turvis. When there's an ongoing water war with farmers, don't you see a bunch of farmers running around with squirt guns and shit and water balloons? That's what I see. Pitchforks. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Yeah. And nothing would take care of that like a super soaker. All right. In a, uh, yes. In a single 30 day period during that summer, 8,000 acre feet of water was withdrawn from the reservoir for the city of Los Angeles. Late in 1927, a fracture was noticed. As with the others, Mulholland inspected it, stuck gum on it, judged it to be another contraction crack, and ordered it filled with oakum and grouted and, oh, sorry, filled with oakum and grouted to seal off any seepage. Seepage is a bitch, isn't it, Timmy? Yes. At the same time, another fracture appeared on the eastern portion of the dam, running downward at an angle for 65 feet. Yeah, they need some flex. That's a, that's a big crack. They need some flex steel in there. That's a big crack. Well, he was, uh, he was self-taught. Give him a break. Yes, I know. Well, you know, he's clearly ready for any sort of, you know, contingency. Now, you know, they used to use uh, oakum when ships between the planks. Right. It's a rope. Oakum, oakum is a rope. Well, and they used to use it on ships. To hook it to the dock? No, 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 no. It's on the rope. It's to keep rats from climbing on the rope and going onto the ships. Gross. I know. Uh, let's see. The reservoir continued to ride... St- to rise steadily until early February of 1928, when the water level was bought within, brought within one foot of the spillway. During this time, Ooh. several new cracks appeared. That's kind of yeah. like when your bathtub fills up all the way to the top, and 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 you know you you think you're about to sit in yeah, it. Yeah, and you think, hmm, should I really sit in it, or should I really you know drain it some first? Well, and then people down, you know, in the, in the park downstairs, landlord. I've taken maybe one. I've taken, I think, maybe one bath in the last two or like three years. I, I'm just too antsy to sit in a bathtub. I just can't. Well, and you know what? You're probably doing all sorts. Of, you're probably asking when you're in the shower. I'm sure. Oh yeah, well, and calls from your agents. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot, and I can put them on speaker and put them. But I, it's it's hard to get to the when you're underwater. It's hard to really get the nether parts clean, don't you think, Timmy? (laughs) Underwater. I think someone. I think maybe Michelle Johns posted something on the page about how often and how women clean their vaginas. If you if you're curious. You know, if you're curious about that sort what? of thing, uh, join our Facebook group because there's a whole post on the art of cleaning vaginas and vagina hygiene, yeah. and, and it's helpful because that's how you prevent the decaying yeah, vagina. So, just a public service. It's running rampant, Timmy. Yeah, perfect. All right, keep your vaginas clean. That's that's the motto of this show. Please, ladies, keep the vaginas clean. You know, you don't ask oh for you, you don't ask for that much out of a woman. You know, I mean, really. I mean, how much can you cook a little bit? Really? I mean, you know, 
clean the house, you know, oh, have some makeup on, nice clothes on when you get home. Ball sweat. Um, Two know, words. And, Ball sweat and, for you. And, Ball sweat keep is your vagina nasty. Clean. It stinks. It's gross. Y'all keep, take care of your own shit and let us worry about ours. We got it. Well, we're self cleaning. See, here's the thing: that it's a self cleaning oven, and it's not, Randy. Oh, it is. It's not. It's it not. is. We are self cleaning. You all have to put in effort. Scrub your junk. Keep it. Keep it manscaped. Take care of your shit. We'll take care of ours. Don't you worry about that. Keep it manscaped. See, I'm not putting anything sharp down there. Well, now, nothing uh, sharp. Randy, we've done told you we we stopped combing our hair in 1993. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, you think you think I'm going to be trimming that up? <laughs> it's, it's like the rainforest down there. There's probably a cure to cancer yeah, somewhere. Because here's the thing. Anyway. You know, the hair in your ear cont- ears, you know, grows faster as you get older. I can't even imagine what the two of you have going. Continue right. with the story. So, this is ridiculous. You two are ridiculous. All right. So try to stay on task. Please. Could you double near the end near the end of February? A notable leak began and was discharging about 4.5 gallons per second. That is a notable leak. Uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. So Mulholland went. That's, the dam was a squirter. Yeah. So Mulholland wandered over, judged it to be another contraction or temperature crack, and went ahead and left it open to drain because that's that's what you do. Well, eventually, eventually this thing had more cracks. <laughs> Yeah. Right. This thing had more cracks than a French whorehouse, Timmy. <laughs> Lovely. During the first w- Easy there, Ed McMahon. All right. During the-, <laughs> During the first week of March, it was noticed that the leak had approximately doubled. Uh, so Mulholland. Our next episode, we should have a third person. Like, Tim, we should have a talk in third person episode. What's your Brandy does not think well, so. The, Brandy does the not. The colonel think so. thinks that's a wonderful idea. Brandy does not. The colonel is on board well, with that. Brandy's against it. The colonel and I will do it. Brandy. Colonel Ten will do that. That's that's fine. Uh, Mulholland. So the cracks doubled. So it's you know just spraying water nine everywhere. Devil nine. Four point five times two is nine. So it's nine gallons per second. Thank you. Thank you. I know math is hard for you. I don't understand. I wasn't trying to do math. Right. Self-taught. So Mulholland ordered an eight-inch concrete drain pipe to be installed. Eight-incher. Yeah. (laughs) An eight-incher. Yeah. What did I think it was? (laughs) Still wouldn't be. Uh, They still fucking complain a bit. (laughs) You know what? You know what? Because, I mean. Because it didn't work. Even if it's. Because it didn't work. (laughs) See, you get eight inches. Even if you're banging the ceiling, Timmy, it they don't care because you know it's like, well, you're not putting cracks in the walls. Always on March seventh, on March seventh, like nineteen. <laughs> no, the colonel, the the colonel has never had that problem. But Brandy thinks you both should shut the fuck yeah. up and let's get. I'm gonna. I'm I'm dying to know what happens here. So on March seventh, okay. 1928. Well, you know. Oh, my God. Can I just interject something? See, the colonel. Brandy doesn't give a shit what you have to say, though. Know what happens, because we've read the goddamn script. If you would just. The colonel's read it. 
Colonel has not. We read know it. how this turns out. It's not a happy ending. Well, I, I mean, but I got that from the first. You paragraph. read it. Had you read it, just taken this is seven pages, and I know you know you're not the fastest reader in the world. Brandy thinks, but still, Brandy it only takes you thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Brandy thinks. Brandy These also people, thinks all they that I like ask, that Brandy also thinks that she would like to know how far the reservoir was to the spillway. Brandy wants to know a lot of things here, and if you would shut your cock holster, we could get through this and move on. So I'm just on saying, March 7th why don't you appreciate our listeners? The reservoir was three inches below the spillway, and Mulholland ordered that no more water be turned into the the St. Francis. On the morning of March 12th, while conducting his usual inspection of the dam, the dam keeper, Tony Herschenferger, that seems the right pronunciation, discovered Harnischberger. Harnischberger. That's what I said. Didn't you watch the YouTube video? What? No. See, the colonel watched the YouTube video about this. So I'd be prepared. Okay. So this guy discovered a new leak, and he was concerned for two reasons. Only two. First, because other leaks had appeared in this same area in the past. And secondly, the muddy color of the runoff he observed could indicate that the water was eroding the foundation of the dam. He immediately alerted Mulholland, who then wandered over with his assistant engineer, Harvey, and began inspecting the area of the leak. Uh, Harvey found the source, and by following the runoff, determined that the muddy appearance of the water was not from the leak itself, but came from where the water contacted loose soil. I'm sorry, contacted... Loose soil from a newly cut access road. Oh, here we go. The leak was discharging 22 gallons per second. Uh, That's a squirter right there. Yeah. Mulholland felt, oh good, Mulholland felt that some corrective measures were needed, uh, but this could be done at some point in the future. So nothing to see here. Well, I'm guessing that he's, nothing to see I'm here. guessing he's had his last uh, major structure named after him. Well, no, he had a well, road. The colonel, the the colonel believes that he was just not taking this seriously. That he was just overlooking obvious well, problems. They changed the name you of the city that he of was Los just Angeles to Mohalan Marshland, Mohalan well, Creek. Well, they got. Uh, you know, I, I'd be afraid to drive on Mohalan Drive. I wonder if he designed that too. Jimmy Probably. That. It's it's twisted. It's it's a weird. It's it's a weird road. Um, I've been there. For the next two hours, Mulholland and his henchman, Harvey. Colonel, do you, do you uh, ever inspected... notice how every time we mention some city or place she's been there? You ever notice that, Colonel? She's been there, yeah. Yeah, I don't believe she's been there. I have actually I been on Mulholland Drive. I believe she's been Drive. on those places. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Colonel doesn't believe you, but go ahead. Well, Brandy doesn't give a shit. So... Uh, they went around and they were looking at all the dams, very various leaks and seepages. Jesus, Seepage finding nothing out of the <laughs> it is finding nothing out of the ordinary or of concern for a large dam. So really, nothing to see here. Uh, they were convinced that the new leak was not dangerous and the dam was safe, and they went ahead and just went back to Los Angeles. Uh, Twelve hours after they left. Oh. 
Hold on, let me stop you real quick here, devil. What? Um, that, that word you're going to run into after damn is catastrophically. Oh. Catastrophically. Uh, Brandy thinks that you're a dick and should shut the fuck up. I got well, it. it. It's a it's a long one, and the colonel knows you sometimes struggle. I don't. So just go ahead. 12 hours after they left, at 11.57 p.m. on March 12, 1928, the St. Francis Dam catastrophically failed. Oh, you got You nailed it, devil. See, you nailed it. Just said, take some I help. Mulholland said, well, that was a, that's a structural uh, break, and it's okay. It's, it's, <laughs> it's probably said, expected. No worries. Don't worry. Nothing I think to he see said, here. we're going to need more oakum, is what he said. Probably. We're going to need more oakum. Um, there were no surviving eyewitnesses to the collapse. But at least five people passed the dam within the hour prior to its collapse without noticing anything unusual. The last, Ace Hopewell, rode his motorcycle, because of course he did. Well, of course he had a motorcycle. Of course he did. No helmet. Uh, He rode it past the dam about ten minutes before midnight. He testified at the coroner's inquest that he had passed powerhouse number two without seeing anything there. Or that the dam had caused, or that the dam had caused him any concern. Well, I think that was the problem. It was nothing in this whole damn dam has caused anybody caused concern. anybody any concern? Yeah, yeah. Just it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, he went on to state that at approximately one and one half miles upstream, he heard above the roar of his motorcycle a rumbling, much like the sound of rocks rolling on the hill. He stopped and got off and left the engine idling. He smoked a cigarette. Hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you okay to add Doc Holliday? No, I Damn. sound like a lunger. I sound terrible. Uh, smoked a cigarette while checking the hillside above him. The rumble that had caught his attention earlier had begun to fade behind him. And assuming that it might might have been a landslide, as those were common in the area... He was satisfied he was in no danger, and he continued on his way. At the Bureau of Power and Lights Receiving Station in Los Angeles, BPL, whatever, uh, let's see, in Los Angeles, and the waterworks and supply at Powerhouse Number 1, there was a sharp voltage drop at 11.57 and 30 seconds p.m. Simultaneously, a transformer at Southern like California. The, the excellent research that Jason does with it. He gave us the precise time that this thing happened. Yes, he did. Uh, simultaneously, well, a, tra- a transformer at Southern California Edison substation exploded. Seconds after it began, little of what had been the dam remained standing, other than the center section and the wing wall. So it wasn't a total loss. Uh, the main dam broke into several large pieces and numerous smaller pieces. All of these were washed downstream as 12.4 billion gallons of water began surging down San San Francisco Canyon. The largest piece weighed approximately 10,000 tons and was found about three quarters of a mile below the dam site. Uh, Damn. I bet those those farmers just start bitching too. Like they, they wanted water... Mm-hmm. And fought over water, and now they had all the water they could handle, and I bet they complained about it. And they're still not happy. 
Yeah. Well, the dam keeper and his family were most likely the first casualties caught in the initial 140-foot high flood wave. That is which one swept of over the risk of being a dam keeper. Ooh. It is. Which, Cowabunga. Which swept over You know there surfers that were like, oh, goddamn, I wish I was there. Probably. Which swept over their cottage approximately a quarter of a mile downstream from the dam. That poor guy was the body of a woman his way up to Stonehenge manager, and look what happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking, how'd you like to be the dam keeper, Timmy? And you 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 got some candles lit. You know, you brought some flowers home from work, and about to show your wife. It's gonna be you know, inch pipe. Eight, <laughs> right, You're about to give eight inches of concrete, which. I think I brought up on a previous episode. That was my nickname in high school. But, um, and then all of a sudden, you're just being washed away downstream. And you know, yeah, perfect. Just washed away. It's an amazing. That's when you say, finger at you, did, you know? <laughs> they are. And, and you, you know, and even then, if you ask a woman, baby, did I make the earth move for you? You know, she's not going to be satisfied with you. Good point, Brandon. Uh, makes the, a good point. So, it's yeah. Brandy I mean, it's just the colonel. The colonel knows women. Sometimes there are some women that are just never happy. Not all women, but some. <sighs> and I bet she was one of those ones that were not happy. The body of a woman who lived I with the family. She happy. <laughs> <laughs> was found fully clothed and wedged between two blocks of concrete near the base of the dam. Uh, this led to the suggestion that she and the dam keeper may have been inspecting the structure immediately before its failure. Neither the dam keeper, Tony, or his six-year-old son, Cotter's bodies were ever found. Five minutes after the collapse, the then 120-foot-high flood wave had traveled one and one-half miles at an average speed of 18 miles an hour. So how do destroying we know, the heavy how concrete, do we know that the dam inspector didn't run away with the dam's wife's, the dam keeper's wife? Right. We don't know. Their bodies right. were never found. They may be, high, you know, they may be living high on a hog in Tijuana. No, 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 no. His six-year-old son's body was never found. Oh, but they found pop, uh, dam keeper. Uh... They found well, mom. No, they never found Tony. They never found Tony. Never found Tony. <laughs> uh, let's see. Right. So, uh, let's see. It was going 18 miles an hour, destroying the heavy concrete powerhouse number two and taking the lives of 64 of the 67 workmen and their families who live nearby. This cut power to much of Los Angeles and the San Fernando Valley. Power was quickly restored via tie lines with Southern California Edison Company, but as the floodwater entered the Santa Clara Riverbed, it overflowed the river's banks, flooding parts of the present-day Valencia and Newall. Have you been Charles. there, Brandy? You know, eight, eight. I have not. Yeah, I guess you've been there, Brandy. I, that's where Valencia apples come from. Oranges. If you didn't know that. No, there's Valencia apples, too. Uh-huh. Go so, um, Valencia, Florida. They do. Yeah. Try to learn your fruits, devil. If you, if, I podcast with two the of them. Can we please the get colonel this colonel knows his agriculture. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now. You do know bullshit. There's uh, one of the things that strikes me about this is 
it was only moving at 18 miles an hour. I mean, most, you know, a running back in NFL runs 20 to 22 miles an hour. Timmy, I believe me and you, well, the I, Colonel and Timmy could have outrun I, I that thing. Question about that, but certainly the guy. Timmy would have had to lift his feet to run. And as we know, Colonel. Oh, Ace should, Ace was fine. Yeah. Ace. Well, let me let me tell you what happens here later in the night. Now about 12:40 SoCal or as Southern California as I like to call it, SoCal. Uh-huh. Edison's two main lines into the city were destroyed by the flooding, redarkening the areas that had earlier lost power. Now, this spread the outrage outage all over. Outage no, it spread outrage too, devil. It, I'm sure Not it did. Not just the outage, but outrage. I'm sure. There was outrage over the outage. You were worried about me reading catastrophically and you fucked up outage. But go ahead. Brandy, now, near th- Brandy 1 finds out hilarious. <laughs> near 1 a.m., um, apparently they brought in a priest because there was a mass for the water, devil. <laughs> so the mass of water, late. then 55 foot high, yeah. Followed Santa Clara Riverbed West and demolished Edison's Saugus substation. Now, that cut power, if you know the grid down there. As you that do. That will cut power to the entire Santa Clara River Valley and parts of Ventura and Oxnard. Now, the town of Castillo Junction, that was just completely washed away. And luckily, Petticoat Junction was spared. Oh, thank so God. Okay, good. see that, yeah. Yeah. Now, the flood entered Santa Clarita at 12 miles per hour. Approximately five miles downstream near the Ventura-Los Angeles County line. A temporary construction camp that Edison Company had set up for its 150-man crew on the flats of the riverbank was hit. Now, in the confusion... Edison personnel have been unable to issue a warning, and 84 workers perished there. So, let's see, they had 150, so about half of them got wiped out there. Yeah. So, anyway, the flood heavily damaged the towns of Fillmore, Bosdale, Santa Paula, before emptying both victims and debris into the Pacific Ocean about 54 miles downstream south of Ventura, around 5.30. And there, Brandy? Where? No. Ventura Highway in the springtime. It is. Probably. That's America song. Because uh, have you ever been through the desert on a horse with no name? Brandy has. To be out of the rain. In the desert, oh, there was no desert here because it was all flooded. Right. So at which point the wave, which was almost two miles wide and still traveling at six miles an hour. See, you can outwalk that son of a bitch. I don't feel any sorry for any of these victims now. Six miles an hour and you can't outrun the wave. It's like walking Screw in you. front of it. You're like crossing over. Like, yeah, me. I mean, you just, yeah. <laughs> looking behind your shoulder, walk, seeing you. if it's catching up to you. Yeah. Now, bodies were recovered as far south as the Mexican border. Jesus. Now, maybe they were just trying to... Had nothing to do they with were just the flat, trying to see. But... <laughs> there were bodies 
Exactly. Now, had we had a wall, it would have just diverted the water right into the Pacific Ocean, into Tijuana. And we wouldn't have to live with the scourge that is Tijuana today. Had a lot of fun in Tijuana. So, so, you know. Timmy, well, Timmy's yeah, picture is up in certain places in Tijuana. <laughs> Timmy knows the PECA inspector. That's right. Now, bodies continued to be found into the 1950s. One was found as late as 1994. Jesus. 1,200 houses. And 10 bridges have been completely washed out. That's a lot of bridges. That's my worst nightmare, is a, being on a bridge you that collapses. We need to do a story on uh, uh, Beaver Creek. Was, was that in West Virginia where the, the bridge wiped out? Mothman. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, the Beaver Creek. See, nothing Beaver. Nothing Beaver related is ever good, Timmy. Now, this dam would have been better had they just chopped down like a million trees and released about... 3,000 beavers yeah. there. Well, yeah. Or they just bought... But, you know, this guy was self-taught. This this guy was self-taught. I mean, come on. Give him a break. Yeah. Aquafina. Well, newspapers that's, across that's the country... what I country. say. Aquafina brandy. All right. Yeah. Newspapers across the country carried accounts of the disaster. The front page of the L.A. Times ran four stories, including Ario, areola photos... And they got in a lot of trouble for that. And they showed pictures of the collapsed dam, too. And in the city of Santa Paula, a flood relief fund was set up to receive donations. That means when that people but get it money was, to help other people. Bring. Yeah. It was like before GoFundMe. Exactly. They had to do that. And it was probably some kind of huckster that, you know, kept all the money and didn't give it to anybody. Exactly. But, you know. Tragedies are always great for that. You can make a lot of money on tragedies. In a statement, Mulholland said, well, I would not venture at this time to express a positive opinion as to the cause of this St. Francis Dam disaster. No, don't name this. Well, Mr. Van don't Norman and me. I. <laughs> right. Don't, don't blame me. <laughs> don't look, look at, at me. me. Now, Mr. Van Norman and I arrived at the scene of the break around 2.30 this morning. We saw once the dam was completely out and the torrential flood of water from the reservoir had left an appalling record of death and destruction in the valley below. record of death and destruction. Appalling. It was noted that no tremors had been reported at seismograph stations ruling out an earthquake as a cause of the break. Now, in the aftermath of this failure, Mulholland took full responsibility for the accident during a hearing, stating, strangely, don't blame anyone else. You know you can just fasten it on me. I'm self-taught. <laughs> if, but, but yeah, he so, but he well, throws this in. Hey, you know, he didn't have to do that. He could have been like, I don't know what the fuck happened. But he did. Well, but Good no, he, he, likes, he likes to qualify it here. If there was, if there was, in fact, a human heir, I was the human. So what he's saying is, I don't really believe it was human heir, but let's just, you know, he was as he said this. But this last little. If there was a human heir, I was a human. But the the finish that quote, that bothers me. Go ahead. And he said he only envied those who were killed. You know, nothing stopped him from jumping off that uh 
well, jumping off wherever he was Mohammed looking at it and he's going. Off the deck. He's got he's got an aqueduct named after him. What do you expect him to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean he's and plus the dam's only like three foot tall at this point. So I mean it's just like a kiddie pool I mean, now. You know. They can replace other people, but they can't replace Mulholland. Come on, Brandy. Well he's self taught. No. He is self taught. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else is self taught, just him. He's gonna build the freeway system after this. So I think he came up and built question. it in Cincinnati. He, he needs to <laughs> yeah. build the wall. But continue, Colonel. Give me some oakum. You know, when when they talk about the wall and what they made, nobody talks about oakum. Well, you know, that's surprising really, to no one. It really is. Uh, it it really pro- solves a lot of problems. No matter, I mean, no matter what your problem is, it does. If it's sexual, yeah, you, you can could, use it. Uh, if there's breaches yeah. in the uh, walls or, or your property, you can use it. Um, if she's too wiggly, you can use it. What in the hell right are you yammering about? If you have to die, Oakum is a rope. It's, it's like hemp. <laughs> it is. It's oh good my for god! It. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it does all kinds of things. Now, Mulholland, being very, very rich, of course, um, they recommended he not be held criminally responsible, as they stated in the verdict. We, the jury, find no evidence of a criminal act or intent on the board of the. On the part of the Board of Waterworks and Supply of the City of Los Angeles or any engineer or employee in the construction or operation of the St. Francis Dam. I'm sure he did his best. Because, yeah, it, it probably cost him $50,000 a juror. Well, but they said, oh, it wasn't his fault. Well spent, Brandy. Yeah. It was. But he did spend the next seven years in seclusion until his death in 1935 at the age of 79 years old. What a, the colonel that's a, that's a, the colonel finds Mulholland uh, a despicable character, Timmy. Well, I am going to be a self-taught surgeon. Brandy, your final thoughts on the St. Francis Dam disaster. I just told you. I am going to be a self-taught surgeon. So well, be, you look, know what? You're be on the lookout for that. Is a self-taught I will be take manager at Stone Hinge Manager. Said, you know, according you to Leanne, I could be. Yeah, she, according to Leanne, I could be. She is just humoring you. She is human. She's not. Leanne is a very sweet girl who would not want to hurt your feelings. Burst your bubble. It, but you're not going to. First of all. Right. She was right Leanne, there. When they, Leanne they doesn't give a shit about my feelings. British accent, too. So I have to. Colonel, maybe you can say it. You know, yeah. maybe you can describe to Brandy how how they said it there in England. Oh, bollocks! You could be the manager of Stonehenge. Like ah, that'd be a wee trite. It's like that, but different. Okay, yeah. that's fine. You said it just Colonel, like your that. final thoughts. You'll miss me. Saint Francis disaster. Well, I think. And, and, you know, as you and I have both become self-taught uh, gynecologists. I've me. been an amateur one. Um, yeah. And, and not for the. Are you just keeping the, your amateur for status for the crowd. Olympics? <laughs> yeah. Well, because as we know, Timmy is also. will be an Olympic sport one day. You you just wait. <laughs> it will be. Then well, you well, say, oh, I know be- him. I did a podcast it- with him. Uh, my question is, when Connie Lingus becomes an Olympic sport, Timmy, 
are you still considered an amateur? I, I would Has not. anybody actually paid you for this? Want to enter that sport? He has only paid others because you know there's people who dedicated their whole lives to that, and you know it's just like uh, Mo Holland. Some of us, you know, it just comes natural. So I would not want to, you know. You're kind of like Robert Redford in The Natural. Kinda. It was just a gift that was bestowed Timmy upon you. I would agree with that statement. Uh, Brandy is nauseous. Well, here, uh, we would. Well, let me tell you what. Ahead, let me tell you what the Colonel thinks here. Now, the Lord created this earth, Timmy. And when man tries to intervene, the Lord is going to point down, like the levees in New Orleans, like, uh, and say, "Oh my God, Titan." Brandy like does not Titanic. like this. And say, no, that's not the way I meant for that water to run. Here's a smiting for you. Oh, New Orleans, you think you can stop all that water here? No, you can't. That's not the way I built this earth. Here's a smiting for you. Don't try to undo what the Lord has done. Apparently. Well, apparently, apparently, devil, you need to start living cleaner. Start living cleaner. Go to church. I mean, just and 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 tithe a little bit. Just tithe a little bit. Brandy is not going to do that. And Brandy's going to continue to stay ill. Yeah, we're trying to help you. We're trying to help you with your physical well-being, your your spiritual well-being, your mental well-being. Sexual life. Yeah. Our listeners want to know. Brandy's not going to do that either. A lot of Timmy gets a lot of email about that. No, Timmy does yeah, not. Let's, uh, let's, uh, the Colonel gets a lot of questions. Let's thank those. No, he of does us. not. Let's thank those of you who support this podcast through your generous donations on Patreon. For whatever reason. If you would like to support us on Patreon, yeah. just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or, or just a wee little bit. All right, we got Adam McWaters, Timmy, Elaine Baker. Alexandra, Ali, Alicia Mincy, the Already Gone podcast, Timmy, Amanda Christine, Amber Anderson, Amber Scoville, Anna Gerlion. You know, she was talking about places to go on vacation. She did not mention Cincinnati, Timmy. Kind of hurt me. Andrew O'Dell, Andrew Frazier, Angela Santos, Angelo Villafane, Anna Garrett, Annette Petray. Anon, of course, Becky Trainer, Ben Dobrovich, Brandy McBride, Bridget Bernard, Brittany Martin, Callie Jones, me, Callie Jones, Callie Jones, Callie Jones, Callie Jones. Okay, Chrissy Lee and the Canadian True Crime Podcast, Timmy. Carl Asplin, Carol Elise, Charlie from Crime Lines, Cheryl LeBlanc, Chris Lane, Christine Howell, Cindy. Of course, all our love goes out to Clark and Diane Trowbridge. Um, it's a very tough time for them, so our thoughts are with you. The Comeback Podcast, Daniel Bassett, Diane Student, Erica Kinney, Aaron Turner, Fiona Crisp, Gina Green, who's all happy that her, her Chiefs are still in the playoffs, Jay Cleveland Payne, who's a Browns fan, so you know where he's at, Yahara Lopez, Jamie Dent, I wrote Jason Dykes, who wrote this Thank you, wonderful Thank you, script. 
Um, Jeff and Don and Jeff is making an active run for president in 2020. And so far, he's got my vote, Timmy, because he's promising not to do anything. Your support. I was going to run on a on a platform of I will not fuck things up. Uh, But Jeff is running on a platform, a radical platform of he will not do anything. I will vote for Jeff. And I'm on board with that. Yes. So Jennifer Savota. Jess Watford, Jessica Greeno, Julia Rodriguez, Cam Barnes, Kelly Charette, Kim Stroop, Kimberly Smith, Christine Malchinsky, Laura O'Reilly, Lydia Wasson Fisher, Maja, Marsha Boris, Marie, Marquia Smith, Mary Courtney Sheldon, Melissa Montoya, Michelle Johns, who again has very instructional posts. On there that you might want to listen to, ladies. Paula Klein, Paula Kimes, I'm sorry. The Pleasing Tears Podcast, Robin Sherrard, Ron Montessario, Ruth Keith Whitfield, Sarah Bloom, who is damn near everybody's favorite. Charlene, Shannon Arnold, Shirley Strap, Timmy. Stephen Alsop, or Stacy Alsop, I'm sorry. Stephen Potts, who we hope stays safe down in the land down under. Terry Stratford, The Vanish Podcast, They Walk Among Us. Of course, our friends Ben and Roseanne Fitton, Tyrone, Todd Long, Tommy Lane is in my ears. The wonderful Leanne Flanagan, my nemesis. I have to say she's wonderful because she's a Patreon sponsor, but, you know, she's my nemesis, too. Uh, Tracy Smith. Have we ever figured out what Leanne actually does to me? I know, but I can't say. Beyond it, we Timmy know she's an international comment. woman of mystery. Timmy can't count. Timmy would be killed if you revealed yes. that information. Well, I would don't want that. Um, Jin Lee, Alan Cox, and welcome yeah, aboard, Alan Whitney James. Yes, of course, Rudy, the world's most dangerous canine. And Dottie, Dottie had been a little under the weather here recently. She healing up yes, pretty well, Timmy. Yes, she's doing better. So the, the the queen of the dweebs, the woman we do this show week after week for, Dottie Scott. Dottie, we had a high body count in this yeah, one. 240. Some yeah. pretty gruesomeness. Yeah, so this one should... should Tied her over. Check off all the boxes for her. Yeah, so... That is it for this week. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you again, Jason, for the great script. And we'll see you all next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Good day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 